Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. I'm here to tell you to pre-order Dory's book <laughs> at linktree slash Dory Shafrir. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dory Shafrir. Thank you. Yep. That's all the updates we have for you. Um, Henry had a big week. He did. Yep. I'll say that. He did? <laughs> yeah, he did. You know he did. How so? He, he got new shoes because his feet grew again. New shoes are a big week? That was one of the things. Oh, yes. Not done. He also got a haircut. This is very funny watching you struggle with this tripod. Well, it's like annoying because I can't like face you. Hold it like I am. Well, then everyone can hear the... The holding of the yeah. microphone? I mean, I'm doing it. We're okay. I don't know. I could hear it. 
Oh, you can hear it still? Not right now, but no, I could. Oh, boy. Anyway. Hi, everyone. Hello. Henry also got a haircut. He did. I was begging Dory to get him a haircut that was not at my own hands, because I'm not allowed to do that ever again from the first time I did it. It's true. So Dory took him to some sort of uh, haircut place where you sit in a police car. I'm sure there was a fire truck around. There was. The fire truck was taken. Yeah. Was there uh, any sort of plane? There was not a plane. Oh, he would have liked a helicopter if possible. Yeah. Um, we weren't really given a choice. Right. And only one parent could go because of the COVIDs. So Dory went. And uh, Henry got a trim. Really a game changer, you know. He can see. That's true. Without having... Uh, he's not going to do this all the time anymore, I don't think. Mm, he might. I don't think he will. You didn't see what was, Matt did, but he was shaking his head. He was doing that, I think, f- to get it out of his eyes. Oh, I think he was doing it because he liked the sensation of his hair. I see. <laughs> okay. Well, we will find out. We will. We we'll will find indeed. out this week. It's not short. No. I just wanted it out of his eyes. So they took off probably like an inch and a half still. Yeah. And they took off his rat tail in the back. Which I think was from me. Possibly. Cutting it like weirdly or something. And then it just grew into a rat tail. Yeah. It looks cute. I was apprehensive, but I even I have to admit it looks cute. I gave Dory full authority to put the brakes on that haircut whenever she felt necessary. Yeah. So she apparently did not feel necessary until now. And he looks like a little boy now. He does. Not like a he doesn't look like a baby. Yeah. It's true. Now he looks like a little boy. I know. Whereas before he looked like a little baby. Yeah. So we did it, everybody. Yeah, we did. So Congratulations, Henry. <laughs> yep. What else is new out there in the world of Dory? Um, honestly, not a ton. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just been plugging away. And Well, I put up a Christmas tree and I don't know everybody. I don't know. I ordered it off Amazon, seven and a half footer. It needs some more f- fluffing. Yeah. Because depending on the angle you're looking at the tree, it uh, it really does look like a horribly fake tree. Well, it also needs ornaments. Yeah, but the ornaments aren't going to help what I think I need to do to it. Mm. We had to buy a new Christmas tree if anyone's late to the game. Yeah. We moved and then our Christmas tree did not make it in the move. I still think we should have gone in person to get Gone in person. Well, I because of the global pandemic... I thought it would be easier and safer for us to order a tree. I know, but you're not happy with the tree that we got. I know, but when else? What, 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 I'd rather be unhappy with the tree than on a respirator. Mm, well, when you put it that way. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Some people still take this seriously. I take it seriously. Oh, yeah. You want to go gallivanting for Christmas trees. I'm not. It's hardly gallivanting. Uh, it sounds like it would have been gallivanting. No, it was From not. From town to town. No, not gallivanting. Looking for the best... Uh, Transmission results <laughs> and the fluffiest tree. Yeah, no, it, it was not. It would not do that. Well, um, I, you know, I, 
I tried to like figure out which one would be best. I read reviews. I looked at pictures. Like you know, I like when they have a real picture of people's yeah, products. I agree. You know, one person put up a picture and it was like, this looks like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. And that person didn't really do anything to the branches. So they just, of course, it looked like that. Mm. Then another person, like, as, as it looked fine. Another person looked good. So what else decided do you have to take to a flyer, you know? Fran- what else do you have to do to the branches? I gotta, I gotta, you know, pull out each individual branch into the correct position to make it look like a tree. Oh. So right now it looks like an approximation of a tree. Mm. Um, so I will be doing that. You should probably wear long gloves when you do that. Yeah, I got I got really a lot of. Uh, well, I should I should write that in my review of the of the tree. Yeah, I was fixing uh, fixing the tree. You should and start with it was my birthday. It was my birthday, <laughs> and we were celebrating Jesus's birthday <laughs> with a tree. Um. Yeah, it did. It's cut up. Yeah, cut up my arm a little bit. Yeah, going in there to like, but also like I was putting the tree together myself. Dory and Henry were out on a walk. Henry's he said, a, "He said I'm going to put the tree up while you're out." I said, oh, "Okay." Henry was very well because it's not happening unless I do it. The end. So, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be real with everybody in the audience here. Henry I, was very excited about it. I'm like. Um, if our house was Oregon Trail, I am the ox. Oh. I seemingly do all the pulling of things along. and I, I am dysentery. You aren't dysentery. You're a teacher. You get the biggest bonus at the end. I give everyone diarrhea. Well, this is... Let me tell you, five years in, everybody. Boy, does Dory like a good fart. <laughs> I don't know if she talks about it on Forever 35. <laughs> but here I'm at Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'll let you know. She really, it's just like, it's very funny. All of a sudden, just, I'm, I'm on the couch with Henry, and then I hear from the kitchen, somebody plays a trombone. That's the magic of marriage, everybody. If you're, if you're thinking about it, I'd say do it. You can fart freely around. I mean, you certainly fart freely. Well, I always have. I'm a gentleman. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's see dart update not any better but he's it's so it's actually been really interesting to see you get into darts because it's such a like perfect example of the difference in our personalities explain you are obsessive yes and when you decide you're getting into something yes you watch a thousand hours of YouTube videos. I try to get my 10,000 hours in just you, in YouTube videos. You buy any accoutrement that ever existed. That's not true. I don't have a case for my darts. <laughs> we now have three dartboards, a well, tripod. Hang on. Let's How many look, sets of darts? Look, we actually only have the. I only have two additional sets of darts than the two that came in. Okay, two additional sets of darts that are the best darts. <laughs> no, not the best Some, darts. Not the something best darts. that centers your throw. A sight, right? Yep, From a sight, right? Yep. Anyone in the UK would probably know. Uh-huh. Am I missing anything? Look, I'm watching a lot of very specific <laughs> dart channels on the YouTubes. Big fan of Edgar TV, which is this uh, dart player, Matthew Edgar, Matt Edgar. And it's very funny that these channels have like 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> and uh, 
And literally all of your free time this weekend was darts. All of my free time this weekend and all of my free time um, At night. after work. Yeah. Has been darts. Has been darts. Yes. Now, let's explain the tripod to everybody. Would you not agree that because of the sprinklers going off, the backyard area where I had the Aki, in case mm-hmm. anyone wonders, that's the line you stand behind when you're throwing darts, was muddy. Yes, it was horrible. So I also wanted the ability to play in the house, but I didn't want to mount anything mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. So I found a dart tripod. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the 70 YouTube channels I watch that are all done by people in like Kent, <laughs> Stoke on Trenton, <laughs> people that, ha- you know, play in locals, uh, some PDC qualified players, people who've gone to Q school, anyone who listens to me talk about darts and knows about darts knows what I'm talking about. Everyone else. I would argue probably 100% of the audience is like, what is he saying? Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, I saw the dart tripod, and I was like, this is an interesting solution. Put a dartboard on a pretty, like, it's a good-sized tripod in the sense that, like, the feet are very wide, so it's very yeah, stable. it is very stable. And I could take that, and I could put it out in, well, we tried it in the living room in, the, uh, in Dory's office one night. And that worked out. Except the door is now pockmarked. Well, I did put a blanket over the door, but Dory decided to throw through the blanket into the door yep. many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also decided, let me put this on the driveway, and I can stand seven feet, nine and a quarter inches away from yeah, the it dartboard works. and be on a flat surface with the dartboard, too. Uh, listen. No muds. Uh, I'm not casting aspersions. Now, I was just look, pointing I like out the board. I didn't. I didn't like. Interesting. I was getting a lot of bounce outs on the board mm-hmm. that came with the cabinet. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a windmill blade, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is good." And then when I put the old dartboard on the tripod in the house, we were getting a lot of bounce outs. Yeah. So I was like, "I'm going to get the windmill blade again. Mm-hmm. Dual core this time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Double the cores. Yep. And then I decided I needed one for my trailer at work yeah so tomorrow that arrives oh boy and it is very very funny to me how i have not improved at all no you haven't really no actually that's not true you have improved i know the rules (laughs) you know the rules and i feel like you have been hitting more like triple 20s sure yeah I mean that's what I've I've been throwing a triple twenty like a like a lunatic. Uh, but I got it. We got to work on the doubles, everybody. Yeah, the doubles can't are end tough. a game unless I'm I'm doubling out. That's you the, doubled that's out last the, night. That's the ring around when, when, the when we played. That's true. If anyone wants to know, that was a I believe it was a double five for a total of ten. I thought it was a double two. Oh. I'm ninety nine percent sure it was a double two. Okay, so a usual checkout score in a game of darts is like. 93 or 170 like these people hit these numbers like they're not like chipping away like i am right right, so i right. get down to like two right <laughs> i'm always aiming at the double one <laughs> um anyway so i've been enjoying darts quite a bit uh still it's pretty calming 
Mm. It's kind of like the uh, equivalent of... Um, I'm like, rem- I remember, like remembering that the summer, last summer, when I painted the cars. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just sort of me out there with the iPad. You like a task. Yeah, but this is a weird task because I'm not completing anything. I'm right. not getting better at anything. Right. Seems like sometimes I'm just getting worse. Oh. Yeah. And then I watch Dory when she plays and she just fucking throws it wherever the hell she feels like. Not deliberately wherever she feels like. Just <laughs> let's go with a dart and wherever it lands, it'll be better than where I landed. It, which is true. Because like I'm hitting so many time. fives and ones <laughs> because I'm trying to get triple 20. Uh, so anyway, that's your dart update. For, for for this week. Yeah. Let's see how you do next week. I'm like a little worried about not continuing with it. Mm. But also like not that. I mean, I don't have a long history of like taking up a thing and then dropping it completely. I would say the bike a little bit. Yeah, the bike. But, Working out. What? Working out. Yeah, well, I was trying. I was, I was. I dusted off my weight bench today, everybody, and was trying to reorganize. And then a can of paint fell from the ceil- from the top shelf. Yeah, that was kind of a tragic accident. That was a terrible accident. So, a can of clear nitrocellulose lacquer exploded. Highly toxic. Oh, horrible! You need to be wearing a respirator not even an n95 you have a respirator around when you spray that and henry was like in the office with me when it exploded and i just saw what was happening i just ran over to pick him up and took him out and brought him in the house and said you need to take him dory of course thought that i just couldn't handle an hour with my son. I was like, what is happening? He literally like threw Henry and was like, you need to take him and like ran out. And I was like, is he having like a breakdown? Like, did uh, Henry like break him? No, not at all. And then I broke, we, gravity <laughs> broke a can of paint that would be very bad for Henry to be around. Yeah, well, now I understand. But you can see how at the time that was, because I had no idea that that had happened. I also would have been like, if you did that to me, I would have been like, what is, what is happening? And I probably would have asked. Oh, I just assumed that like, <laughs> I was like, I guess he's done. <laughs> no, we were having a great time in there. You know, he was like hitting the guitar pedals and I was uh, trying to find the Christmas decorations that apparently are just in his closet, in his, uh, in his room, which I forgot. Mm. Um, But yeah, I cleaned up the paint, the lacquer as best I could and the, the office has been airing out since uh, 1.30 in the afternoon anyway yeah. anyway, back to like the idea of working out yes I pulled the weight bench out because I finally can take back the other weight because Dory found a 12 pound weight at Target you could have taken it back whenever you apparently wanted. the 12 pound weight was the hardest weight of the pandemic to find it was why is that I think because it's not a super common weight it's not like a five, a 10 or a 15 or a 20, you yeah. know? So I think they don't make as many of them. Interesting. You That's think it's my up to theory. Production? Yeah. I think it is a production issue because 
I mean, I already had the fives and the tens, but I was able to get eights pretty much pretty easily. And then I was able to get 15s and 20s like without too much trouble. But 12s can like eluded me for months. I ordered them on Amazon twice and twice they canceled my order. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It was crazy. And then there were like, I could have bought them for like $100 a piece or something. Like the, the, it fl- the price gouging the 12 pound yes. weight markup was yes. like a playstation 5 it was bananas and i was i just what was should like, a 12 pound weight cost i think each of those cost i want to say 17 dollars okay so you're paying something like, like a, that like a dollar 23 a pound i think yeah i think i think in in normal times it's about a i've i've seen it's about a dollar a pound um I'm gonna I'm gonna just double check wh- how much I paid for those. Oh, they were eighteen forty nine each. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So paying more than like fifty dollars per weight seemed excessive to me. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I guess I'll just wait. On no Thursday, pun intended. Speaking of things hard to get, Dory and I tried to coordinate our efforts in the search for a playstation 5 it's true so you know walmart i was on the website i had my ipad my my phone all logged in ready to go three times i got it in, in the cart yeah i got it in the cart on my but phone never too. could check out because yeah. it was gone by the time i went to check out so what does that tell me bots so many bots yeah why because people like me will try to buy it aftermarket later. Yep. But don't go on eBay, everybody. They're fifteen hundred dollars right That's now. That's crazy. All right, listen, we're gonna take a short break. I guess so. Okay. When I come back, we'll hit a treble twenty. Okay. BRB. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. 
Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, everybody, we're back. Don't forget, leave your Apple Podcast reviews. Join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups. And uh, also... Forward slash excellent adventure. Forward slash groups. (laughs) Why did I say forward slash groups? <laughs> and that just oh, I just it. finished. I didn't yeah, finish the didn't uh, finish the URL. Ay ay You can join our Patreon where we do two bonus episodes a month at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Did anybody write in to tell me they like darts also? No. Uh, no. <laughs> but we did get several emails about the um, phenomenon of having diarrhea when you smell certain things. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, because that I thought was very... Niche. Yes. So <laughs> I hope there's a podcast about it. Um, and you can email us at dorianmatt at gmail.com or mattanddory at gmail.com. And our phone number is 413-461-BABY. So, all right. We're going to kick things off with a voice memo. What is happening? What? Is the rundown... Are you just winging this? No. It was a voice memo, so it's in our email. Oh, I see. God. Usually you're down. How I don't know. dare you? Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, are you, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Jennifer calling from California. I wanted to respond to the person who wrote in about her uterine septum. Um, I don't know uh, how much better this might make her feel, but I will tell you my story. Um, So I have been pregnant four times. Um, The first time my daughter was stillborn at 35 weeks, and after the stillbirth, they did a myriad of testing to figure out why she died in utero um, and they found lots of things. One was that she had clots in the cord that caused her to stop growing. The other was that she had a nuchal cord. It was wrapped around her neck, but also children are born 
fine with nuchal cords all the time, so that wasn't a defining factor. Um, I ended up not having a clotting disorder, so they don't know where the clotting came from. And so it was just kind of inconclusive. I went on to get pregnant again and had a missed miscarriage at, um, I believe it was 10 or 11 weeks. I went in for an appointment and the baby wasn't growing. And so they told me that I was going to miscarry and um, I ended up inducing it and then having a DNC and it was a whole mess. Miscarriages are awful. Even though I had a stillborn baby too, they were both terrible experiences in their own right. Um, So after the miscarriage, they went in to do some exploratory um, uh, imaging. And that's when they found my septum. So I have a uterine septum that was not operable. And so they told me that you can continue to try to have a child. It was up to us because obviously I was able to get pregnant. Um, And we did. And so I got pregnant and had a baby uh, 39 weeks, so term, um, and she is four and a half now, and then I got pregnant again and had her also at 39 weeks, and she is almost three, so I have two um, healthy full-term babies, and they were born with the septum in place. I had vaginal deliveries with no complications, um, so I don't know. I I can't really speak to whether the septum caused my losses. Um, but I have had, you know, fine experiences with the septum in there as well. So anyways, thank you for continuing the podcast and for all you do. And I hope this is helpful to someone out there. Take care. Mm. Well, I'm sorry for your losses, Jennifer. That is sounds like that was really hard um but yeah i thank you for for calling us and letting us know about your experiences and your two little girls yeah all right this is from beth she writes i've debated writing this email because my quote problem is not a problem at all and i hope it doesn't come across as insensitive In the summer of 2017, we did our second egg retrieval and ended up getting three PGS-tested embryos. Since then, we've transferred two of them, and both ended up being successful. We have a a two-and-a-half-year-old and a five-month-old, both girls. Nice. I've always thought I wanted just two kids. A family of four just seems easier. I'm not big into chaos, and two just seems manageable. Plus, kids are like having your heart outside of your body, and I don't think I could worry about one more. But I'm having some guilt. We were lucky enough to get three tested embryos, which isn't nuts. It's not like we have eight and we're not transferring all of them. We have just one left. I feel like almost an obligation to transfer the third. There is also the fact that it could be a boy, which my husband would be thrilled about. We won't find out the gender. I don't want this decision based on anything except that we want to have three kids. I don't know. I'm really happy with my two girls, but I just can't stop thinking about the idea that we should clear the freezer. We were meant to get three and we should try all three. Again, I feel like I sound like an ass bringing this up, but normal couples don't have the guilt for not going for more kids. It's just another IVF thing to stress about even after you are lucky enough to have successful rounds. Has anyone else had this issue? And if you have, did you decide to do the last one pretty close to your other kids or did you hold off and see if you had baby fever in a few years? I guess that is the beauty of having an embryo with a 31-year-old egg. You can use it later in life when you're missing having a baby, but then you have to start all over. I don't know. Would love to hear what others have done. Thank you for all you guys do. Love listening to you both. Thanks, Beth. In 3,200 square feet outside of Chicago. P.S. 
What? I said, hmm. Yeah. It's quite a bit of space. It is. Uh, a few other random thoughts. Dory, I saw you have the high chair that attaches to the countertop. Do you like it? Can they stay in it even as toddlers? We're redoing our kitchen, and I would love to get rid of our high chair once it's done. I was debating getting one of those. Yeah. Can he? He can. He's a toddler, essentially. Yeah. Um, it's fine. That's my verdict. Yeah, hard to clean. Very hard to clean. Uh, but very stable. Very stable and very convenient. There. Yeah. So the convenience factor minus the, look, they say you can't machine wash it, but. We've done it. You can pretty easily. Yeah. And then you can tumble it, tumble dry it on delicates. Yeah. Or, or air dry it. Either way. And it air dries quickly. Yes, it does. It does. So. Um, that's our thoughts on that chair. I don't know why. I'm answering that question that was yours. Well, I, I thought it was funny that she directed it to me when, like, we both used the chair. But she's probably seen it on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's possible. Um, Matt, what app did you say you used to listen to podcasts? I'm so over Apple's podcast app. Oh, my God. Me, too. I hate Apple <laughs> Apple's podcast I app. I thought you didn't use it. I never do. Oh. If it's gotten better in the last four years, I wouldn't know. What do you use? Downcast. Right. D-O-W-N-C-A-S-T. Um, she thank also you. says, thank you for mentioning the Magic Candle Company. I had totally forgotten about it. And after you mentioned it, I went on and ended up spending way too much money. I ordered candles of the gray stuff, Terror, Splash, Christmas Down Main Splash Street, good. and Shower Melts of Yacht Resort, Pirate Life, Confectionery, and Flying Over the Orange Grove. I think you cleared them out of every scent <laughs> they have. <laughs> That's uh, wild. Terror? What is terror? Oh, that's the Tower of Terror smell. Splash Mountain, the Christmas Town Main Street one. Well, she didn't get um, pirates. She did pirate life. She got a she oh, got a I shower see. I see. Of I see. Life. A shower amounts of pirate life. Flying over the orange groves. That's the soaring over California one. Oh, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now it's back to her original question. Oh yes. Of the guilt regarding a third embryo that may or may not be sitting there. Mm, I, I mean, it is sitting there. I mean, as much as you can, I would, and I know you're trying to do this already, but try to separate the guilt from whether or not you really want a third child. Yeah. I would say, I mean, how do they not? I guess they must have not asked about the gender. Yeah, I mean, we didn't want to know the gender and they just told us. That's right. They told us. I don't and they had changed their policy ever since, but they know. Yeah. I would say find out. I know you don't want to find out because you want it to be just based on, but I feel like oh, that's interesting. if it was a boy, that might make your decision easier. Mm. And if it was a girl, that might make your decision easier. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Thanks, interesting. Beth. That's interesting. I'd like Follow to hear. Up. You have 3,200 square feet. You got room. That's true. I mean, we grew up with three kids and I think we had 1,800 square feet mm-hmm. and you had four kids. Yeah, but I think we had like 2,000 square feet, something like that. Well, it's not 3,200. No, it certainly isn't. Nope. But we all had our own bedroom. So did we. But my sister's was very small. Yep. Um, all right. We have another voice memo. 
the 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 subject line is explosive diarrhea and PGD testing com- comments, and I was I'm really hoping that someone's calling to tell us that there is a PGS test for explosive diarrhea. I mean, there like there could ba- be. You're like uh, your baby, your your this this embryo could eventually develop explosive diarrhea. Well, I mean, based on strong they sense. could they could develop like Crohn's disease, which well, is explosive diarrhea. Yeah, but like based on sense, right? Well, they probably couldn't tell that. Um, all right, you. continue. Here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Jenna from Chicago. I finally paused and called in. I had a couple comments. Most recently, my husband gets explosive diarrhea from cigarette smoke. Not candles, but cigarette smoke. He's never been a smoker in his life. Um, we've been li- I've been listening to the podcast for a long time. My second baby is a science baby. She was born February 2018. And I recently just got a positive pregnancy test from our first transfer for baby number three. Congrats. We did IVF for our second after secondary infertility. We did pre-genetic diagnosis, PGD, for the BRCA1 gene. And a caller had called a few weeks ago, and I wanted to mention that since we have done that testing, we found out that I am a carrier for a couple other markers, one of which is check two, which is a little, I don't know, lighter version of BRCA1, if you will. Um, we're not having our embryos rescreened for that, but I wanted to put the previous poster or caller at ease that you never really know all the ins and outs of your genetics. And so it is a tough decision that you might need to make again and again. And we decided to do no further testing on our embryos and just transferred the third just on November 3rd, Election Day. And we got our positive on Sunday, and we go in for our first beta this week. Wow, good for you. you can I guess that's it. That baby, just wanted to call. Thanks for the podcast. For and a stressful week. we live in 2,500 square feet in a Chicago suburbs. We Why have we Chicago a six-year-old... Sex baby, a two and a half year old IVF baby, and IVF baby on the way. And we no pets, and we probably eat way too many hot dogs. Well, Chicago dogs, come on. Maybe on average two per person per month. Wow, two a person That's per month. That's twenty four hot right, dogs each. That's forty eight hot dogs from you and your husband alone. Jenna, thank you. Do you know Beth? Do Beth, Beth has have... 3,200 square feet and a refusal to admit how many hot dogs she's eating. That's true. But maybe Beth and Jenna know each other. I hope they do. Um, thank you for that voicemail. It was very uh, I mean, how does your husband's explosive diarrhea come about? He smells... Will you just be like walking down the street and someone's outside on a cigarette break and you have then he runs through the revolving door of the skyscraper to go explosively shit <laughs> like is that what happens does he have to like bo- like hold his breath when he walks by a cigarette or he'll just or he will shit his pants i mean i have so many questions 
Because I feel like the strong candle scent, you can probably pretty easily avoid in life. Yeah. You know, you're walking well, down the street. Well, but like now, you know, I feel like indoor smoking is pretty much like in public places. There's no indoor smoking anymore. No, but I'm just talking about literally just walking down the, Chica- I, well, the yeah, street. Well, yeah, I, I wonder how. I wonder how much cigarette smoke he needs to inhale before it triggers the explosive diarrhea. This is a good question. Yeah. C- can he go to a Vegas casino? I mean, now he can't because they're not smoking in there because of the COVID. But mm. I bet. I bet they. I bet. I bet. Although, why would can. you? Because Chicago's got its own little casino right by the airport. Mm, good point. All right. Moving on from KC, pausing the pod to say a couple of things aside from hi there. First, no doubt someone has already said this, but Lego makes multiple advent calendars. This year I saw the regular one, a Harry Potter one, and a Star Wars one, which we got for our older science kiddo. This year. This reminds me. Do you know what I watched a YouTube video of? What? Somebody opening a darts advent calendar. Whoa. I told you the Brits are really into advent a calendars darts and you didn't advent believe calendar. Me. I was like, what? Of course there's a darts advent calendar. What is happening? This year they also have a two-in-one Christmas wreath kit that I got for myself. And yes, it will hang on my door. Second, since I was a teenager, I've had a digestive reaction to used book and record stores and sometimes libraries. Definitely the musty slash dusty smell, but I inevitably have an urgent need for the toilet as soon as I walk into used book and record stores. So why would you ever go in them? So nice to know I'm not alone with this affliction. Be safe, KC. What is happening out there? Honey, I don't know. You hear the buzz too, don't yes, you? Now I, I had do. to I had to take my headphones off well, because now I of the hear buzz. It, but I didn't hear it before. Oh, now it's even worse. Oh, now it's better. Okay. I assumed it was headphone related. <laughs> I think it's your headphones. Yeah, I think that you were never pl- didn't plug them in properly. Oh, okay. Um all right. There seems to be a lot of explosive diarrhea talk. There is a lot of explosive. This must be a big problem. Diarrhea talk. Or solution. Um, or solution. I mean, this, another person wrote in, Andrea wrote that <laughs> they, they don't have explosive diarrhea in response to strong candle scents, thank goodness, but none of us react well to candles. For me, the scent doesn't bother me, but the burning wick and smoke does. Makes me cough, choke, and struggle to breathe. Interesting. Almost all candle scents aggravate my husband's allergies and set off his sinuses immediately. As for my daughter, she's the closest to a diarrhea reaction. Most scents make her nauseous, almost like the feeling of severe car sickness. Needless to say, we don't keep any real candles in our house. As for battery-operated LED candles, we have a ton. All the ambiance of a real candle, no weird bodily reactions. Love you guys and your podcast, Andrea, and 2,000 square feet. With one husband, one daughter, one Brussels Griffon dog, and one Devon Rex cat. Less than 10 hot dogs consumed a year by me. Way too many to count for my husband and daughter. (laughs) Dory, why are you holding your microphone like this? Is there a lot of buzzing? There was. Like, and you moved and you're fine? Yeah. This is very strange. Whatever's happening (sighs) right now. Um, There are certain candle scents that irritate me, too. Well, irritate is one thing. I do not get explosive diarrhea. Make you like shit everywhere is no, another. No, I do not. That does not happen to me. Mind you, explosive, I feel like, <laughs> means there's a lot of rim cleanup. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello. Hi. We're back. Yep, we are. Uh, I'm in Dory's chair now. Yep, he sure is. Gotta tell you, feels feels all right. Doesn't feel great. <laughs> I like it. I think that chair is actually more comfortable. I disagree. Hmm, interesting. Uh, she also has a scrolling on backwards. Uh, what is happening? What are you talking about? Your scrolling about? is backwards. No, your scrolling no, is my, backwards. My scrolling is updated with the times. <laughs> what? Your scrolling is going this way to push something up. Uh-huh. Whereas mine goes in the natural direction of if you were like... Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think mine makes sense. Oof. Oh, God. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Don't ever use your wife or husband or spouse's computer. It's terrible. <laughs> this is from Annalise. Hi, Matt and Dory. He's a fellow Gentile married to a Jew. Matt, the Matt's Jewish cooking corner segment has me dying laughing. Oh, I forgot that we did a Matt's. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried my fair share of Jewish recipes over the years. Married for seven, lived together for nine. I agree with Matt. The food is always interesting. I mean, there are textures that you guys have exclusive domain over. Mm. It's something between gum and nut. <laughs> like that what? is that is the that is the texture of a kugel. Um, let's see. I've tried to make many kugels, briskets, halas, rugula, and other recipes. My favorites have been hala apple stuffing. Made it with matzah or Passover time. Sweet potato kugel. Zucchini and potato kugel. Apple uh, rose pastries. The hollow apple stuffing has been a regular on our Thanksgiving table since I first made it. And everyone loves it. I follow Jewish food bloggers on Instagram and get ideas from. These are some, if you want some ideas. Jewish by Jamie. No, it's Jewish. Oh, Jewish. Right. Explain that. I don't know. I Either it's a typo or she she goes by Jewlish by Jamie. Or her name is Lishby. Yes. Jewlish by da- Jamie. Anyway, <laughs> what Jew want to eat? Oh, boy. <laughs> Ferraro Kitchen. That's a double R-A-R-O. And Overtime Cook. It's great for getting recipe ideas. Not so great for trying to stay true to my diet. Lost 60 pounds since January. Oh, my God. I think I put on 60 since January. Way to go. Anyway, I wanted to pass along these to you, uh, Matt and Dory, as a Gentile chosen by one of the chosen people. You all make me laugh, and I appreciate your banter. And then she gave us a couple links. This is Randley's 3100 square feet in Austin. (sighs) We're in the wrong place. A husband, five-year-old daughter, two-year-old son, four-year-old golden doodle, and two-year-old, two temporary roommates. Also a Jew and a Gentile. Wow. They're going to build nearby, and you have these two people in your bubble. 
They must be good friends. You must be a mensch. <laughs> uh, thank you, Annalise, for weighing in. I'm going to check out that challah apple stuffing. It sounds good. It's funny how nothing else appealed to you. Well, I already know how to make sweet potato kugel. I know how to make... Yeah, but like, gross. No, sweet potato kugel is actually really good. Zucchini kugel cupcakes? Potato zucchini kugel? What is that? That doesn't really appeal to me. I'm going to I'm gonna have to I'm gonna look at them. Actually, they they're really good. How is that a kugel? I'm investigating. They're like a latke biscuit. But they're baked. Yeah. Hmm. Is that me? No. Okay, someone. There's a car alarm. Sweet Noshings. That's the name of her book. (laughs) Should Jewish gifts be as cool as Jewish people? Shop here. That what is the question? Should they be? I don't know. I don't know. Depends on who you know. Because I know a lot of cool Jews and a lot of real Dorcases. This is this is what Jew want to eat. By the way, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I'm clicking through here. Let me see what we got here. Modern tribe. <laughs> uh, by the way, I've seen the T Rex menorah. It's pretty cool. It feels very disrespectful. Does it? Yeah, doesn't it? Hanukkah is like Hanukkah a is very festive Purim holiday of winter. It's not like a serious somber holiday. So I don't feel No, but neither nor Christmas is not a serious somber holiday. We have plenty of those. Yeah, but so like what I'm saying is like I don't feel like a a T-Rex menorah is like sacrilegious. I'm not saying it's sacrilegious. You said it was disrespectful. A little disrespectful to the T-Rex. Mm, you're to the T-Rex, burning the T-Rex, mm. shove eight candles on a T-Rex, call it a day. This is like somebody in Brooklyn bought a fuck ton of these toys and spray painted them gold. Yes, that is exactly what happens. This is, and then you're like, it's a menorah, and now they can charge fifty four dollars for the thing they bought from China for probably sixteen cents. Um. Also, I can get menorah sun stash sunglasses. <laughs> do you you'd, only do you only wear this on the eighth night? You'd look great in those. This is uh, boy oh boy. Well, I guess they are pretty cool. <laughs> oh, a bagel Jewish dog toy. I love latkes. Oh, we should get the uh, tic tac toe board for uh, Henry. What I do like about Hanukkah is that it teaches children. The fun of gambling. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Back, back, back to the real, real. Yeah. Melinda. Um, all right. She also recommends the Lego advent calendars. And then she goes into. All right. In regard to the Great British Bake Off portion of the pod, I'd also noticed the handshakes or lack thereof. His longtime fan. By the way, I just thought of this just now. What? Maybe he doesn't want to handshake them because of COVID. But they're all in a bubble. And he gave a couple handshakes. Maybe he's just being extra sensitive. Uh, I'm a newer fan and have been watching back seasons of the show in between episodes of the current season. I noticed there don't seem to be any handshakes in season two. Correct. Is the you handshake that something off the top of that evolved in the show over time? <laughs> yes, the handshake really only became a thing post-Sam and Prue. Really? I mean, post um, uh, 
Post Melon Sue. Post Melon Sue. <laughs> melon Sam and Prue. Prue. <laughs> well, I guess it's Post Mary. Yeah. So, oh. so in the Prue times. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think it's uh, I think it's uh, before Prue and after Prue. Prue is the Jesus of Bake Off. Mm. Well, Noel could also be the Jesus of Bake Off. Oh, PN. But then it'd be pre Noel. What about PNP? Pre Noel and Prue and post Noel and Prue. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, um, is the handshake something evolve over time? I believe it did also. Thank you. Uh, last random question of the week. Being from Massachusetts, are either of you both familiar with Maine's infamous red snapper hot dogs? I sure am. Uh, came to mind in your recent uh, hot dog discussions, though I'm from Maine and I love it and ate them as a child. I just can't bring myself to do it anymore. I do enjoy an occasional Applegate Farms organic version on a campout and continue to be amused by the directions in which the pod seems to go. <laughs> <laughs> I only like a natural casing hot dog with pork. There's so many all-beef hot dogs rum- running around claiming to be hot dogs. It drives me crazy. Dodger dogs suck. They are KM. They're not, they're not KM. They're, uh, I guess they're ballparks. They're all beef. Hebrew National, I believe, even makes their makes their hot dogs. Yeah, and they're definitely all beef. Thumbs down. Um, what's a red snapper hot dog? It's essentially a hot dog in a red natural casing. Oh, you get the snap. That was the snap, everybody. In case Got you're it. wondering, nothing infertility related to share or ask about. Just my ongoing gratitude for continuing to share your journey on Monday morning computes. Oh, well, you're welcome. Melinda in Royal Maine, 1,700 square feet, husband, 12-year-old son, very vocal Siamese cat, two sweet bunnies, and an aquarium, not saltwater. A blacksmith forge, which Whoa. my hub used to make our son a link shield for his Zelda Halloween costume this year. Picture of the awesome 12-year-old attached. Hey. Oh, I wanted to see it. I'll, I'll show it to you later. Thank you. By the way, blacksmithing sounds fun. Should we move to Royal Maine? Uh, no, it's too cold. Mm. I thought you liked the cold. But Chicago sounds nice. Chicago's freezing. Yeah, exactly. Not cold enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Maine. Not cold enough. <laughs> All right. If I was blacksmithing, I'd definitely burn myself a lot. Thank you. Continue. Hi, Dorian fam. This is super random, but I was looking for a vacuum to put on my Christmas wish list and thought I remembered y'all talking on the podcast about a new one that you had gotten a few months ago. Is that a thing that happened? I'm looking for a cordless vacuum and our house is mostly tile, hardwood, and a couple of rugs. I hate waiting through online reviews. So if you have a recommendation, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks, Rebecca. Okay, so I'm linking to this vacuum in the show notes. People ask us, this is probably like one of the number one questions we get. Yeah, but I would also say that for a house that has a lot yeah, of hardware, so here's tiles, what I was going to say. Go with the V11. So I'd here's like the- that's what I was going to say. I was going to say we're linking to the one that we got because you asked which one we got, but I don't think you need the one we got. I think you can get a less powerful version. Yeah, the V7. It's cheaper too. The V7. But uh, we love a Dyson cordless vacuum, and 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 while you think, oh, this is going to be too expensive to spend a silly amount to spend on a cordless vacuum, it replaces. The upright vacuum as well. It's fantastic. All right. Moving on. Oh, sorry. She's got to scroll backwards. <laughs> um, okay. 
Dory's so, having me edit on the fly. I don't know what I'm doing. I I Here, is this it? I put yes. I put the the bake off. I put a bake off um, email a little early because she was also talking about some other stuff. Okay, here we so are. now we're really in the bake off portion of the show. Anonymous is loving the new bake off portion of the show. Can we talk about the how they act like the showstopper is on a different day than the first two challenges? But everyone's wearing. Oh, I can talk about that actually. They are on a different day. They the are on a different day, uh, but they are wearing the same clothes because when they're editing. They might pull from a different challenge or something for a reaction shot, and uh, they don't want to have different clothes for continuity being ruined. Exactly. I mean, I saw a shot that Noel was in from last season where he had completely different pants on. Because mm. it was like something falling. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, guys, come on. So they, they wear the same clothes two days in a row on purpose. That's true. Your husband noticed this a few weeks ago. You check for it. You're going to check for it forever because it's always going to be there. Uh, it's different days they wear the same clothes. Yes, that is true. And that is so they can do influence. Oh, look at that. You're not stumped. You figured it out yourself. And, this is and she's also in Chicago. 3,000 square feet <laughs> in Chicago. Everyone in Chicago is living large. What is happening? <laughs> Is it like as people pass away from COVID, you absorb their square footage? Wow. I'm just that curious. That was dark. It was dark. It was very dark. That was really dark. Guys, I went to An a dark place. For. I went to a dark place. Anyway. I can't explain the square footage otherwise. They are in 3,000 square feet in Chicago with one husband, one 15-month-old, two cats, and a French bulldog. Oh, that's nice. I like a French bulldog. Except they snore a lot. I don't like French bulldogs. I decided that. As Bo is snoring in the background. <laughs> Reminder, you can support us on Patreon and get up to two. Oh, we just should even talk about this week's episode of, of Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we were sad about the person who got eliminated. but Yes, I was very sad. They deserve to, to go, I think. This week, you know, everybody outbaked a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I think if he hadn't overbaked his cheesecakes... Or her cheesecakes. Their cheesecakes. Their cheesecakes. But also their showstopper had a lot of problems. I'm not going to say who got eliminated, but let's just say they were the only one left with glasses. I, did. I, I thought you were going to say they've been on a journey. They have been on a journey. <laughs> that was the, also what was that other Um. Yeah, and the jelly things. I was I was they were impressive. impressed actually by those. They looked good. I had I had very low expectations. I can't believe the guy that did the Tom DeLonge bust is still going. You just spoiled that He didn't get eliminated, but somebody else did. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, I cannot believe I agree. he's still baking. I agree. Seems to pull it out though. Because you know what? He's actually I think he's actually more consistent. Like I think a lot of people who've been eliminated in the last few weeks are probably actually better bakers than him, but they've had like these weird fluke bad weeks. Yeah, where you just have to go. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, that's my bake off. That's our bake off corner. Like, I feel like if. Just kidding. This is more. a spoiler for like a third of the way through the season. I feel like if Sora hadn't had that bad week, she would be in the semifinal. Correct. 
I agree. She with was that. really good. I agree with that. And she had she if had, she like had just one, fucking made a regular brownie. She had one shitty week, and like they eliminated her. She had just made a regular brownie. Yeah, she'd still be baking. That was a bummer. All right. She was very, very good. Anyway. Time to say thank you to the patrons. Those yep. are the people who support the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, head over to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Huge thank you to everybody. If you're at the $5 level or above, you get your name mentioned on the pod each every month as a thank you. And you get the back catalog. So if you want to sign up and get a whole bunch more content, it's sitting up there. Sure is. On the cloud. Thanks to Hannah Crowder, Hillary Berry, Jackie G, Jane Callahan, Jennifer Sika, Jennifer Steele, Jess Branch, Jesse Hendricks, Jessica Manilovich, Kane McCall, Cat, Catherine Linnae, Catherine Shimmons, Katie Heimer, uh, Katie Regan, Katie Tavy, Kelly Zimmerman, Carrie Mills, Kim Mestry, Christopher Fonagy, Laura, Laura Dodge, Laura Madge, Laura Rosenblum, Liesel, Linnea Wynn. Uh, Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Maud Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan K. Miller. Magana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Michael Roth. Michelle Kitzmiller. Mike Zydek. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly Trans. Mariah Adamic. Mr. Bundy. Nancy Powell. Nikki Bossert. Nikki Maraca. Patricia Fussbracket. Rizik. Oh, I Why are you talking it. like that? I just tried. It seemingly got more robotic as it went on. And yeah, it did. I tried to go with, with it, and then Patricia Fussbracket really threw me for a loop. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry that happened. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week or hear you next No, we won't do either. You'll hear us next week. Okay. We'll hear from you if you write in. We will. Dorymat at Gmail, Matt and Dory Gmail, or if you call us, 413-461-BABY, or record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us. Yes, we like those. Very easy. Okay. See you then. Bye. Hear you? You'll okay. hear us. Bye. Bye.